0: mercy and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ amen the text for our meditation this morning is written for us in Revelation chapter 21 verses 1 through 4 now I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away also there was no more sea then I John saw the holy city New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Let us pray. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us through the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Please be seated. In Christ Jesus... Dear fellow redeemed, a man who became a friend of mine in the first year Greek class used to walk out of every test saying, this too will pass. (laughs) I could normally tell how well he had done on the test with whether he was grumbling it or just saying it. I had the privilege of going through seminary with him after every test, this too will pass. That seemed like a strange saying to me at the time because I'd never heard it before. But my friend actually had the right attitude. His eyes were fixed on the time when his tests would be over, when he would be graduated from college and, and then from seminary, when he had crossed the finish line, This, too, will pass. Maybe you have that same feeling towards our COVID pandemic. Sick of all the restrictions and regulations, separating yourself from people that you care about and love. This, too, shall pass. Is that just wishful thinking? Is that some finish line we've created in our mind so that we can keep pushing towards it? The words of our text would say that that thought is a truth. This too shall pass. Notice the last words of our text. The former things have passed away. What are those former things that the voice from heaven declared? Wipe every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain. What are those things the result of? They're all the result of sin. Because sinners in the world we live in and in us, our world is full of many unpleasant things. Our lives are full of many unpleasant things: pandemics and illness, betrayal, emotional and physical pain, death itself. These things, as unpleasant as they are, are the direct consequence of sin. And our lives are full of them. At times, those consequences of sin can be so great, so intense in our life, that we just want our life to be over. If you are feeling that way, if you feel that way in the future, then this section from the book of Revelation is a great section for you to read. Because it assures you that this too shall pass. What is being pictured here in John's vision is the finish line. John says... I saw a new heaven and a new earth because the old ones had passed away. The Bible is clear that this world, that creation itself, is going to be purified with fire. What impurity is going to be taken out? Sin. Sin and all its consequences are going to be gone. When God comes again and restores paradise. This is the finish line that God wants you to keep your eyes fixed on. The day is coming when God will restore paradise once again. When he will judge the world with fire and purify it for himself once again. We're also told that there's a new Jerusalem, or that John saw a new Jerusalem. Now, we want to be careful how we understand this, because the book of Revelation is full of figurative language. He says that it's a new Jerusalem, like a new city, and yet it's adorned like a bride. I doubt any husband is going to say to his wife on their wedding day, boy, you look like a beautiful city. This is fantastic language which has much symbolism wrapped up in it. Jerusalem was the place where God interacted with his people where the temple was, where the tabernacle and the Ark of the Covenant, you might say, came to their final rest. It was symbolic of the relationship that God established with the people of Israel and with all mankind. In Jerusalem, the sacrifices were offered year after year. Now, the new Jerusalem, is representative of that relationship between God and his people, the church. In the book of Revelation, it speaks about the marriage feast of the Lamb. And the bride of the Lamb comes up after these verses, if you were to keep reading. That is the relationship of Christ and the church. The book of Revelation also speaks of that lamb as having been slain. Jesus shed his blood to restore our relationship with God. To make a new Jerusalem that you can be a member of. Where God is with you. And you are his people. He is your God. God. Jesus loved you so much that he wanted to remove the eternal consequences of sin from you. And so he took all of your guilt into his own body. And he was slain as a a lamb to appease God over the things that you and I and the whole world have done wrong. And he succeeded. God raised him from the dead so that now he is the land that appears to have been slain. But is alive. Jesus is risen from the dead. And so your relationship with God is restored. No matter how great your sins are. Jesus is a greater Savior. As you live out your earthly life and you struggle with sin and its consequences, don't lose sight of the fact that Jesus is a greater Savior than you are a sinner. This new Jerusalem coming out of heaven that John saw, you're in that holy city by faith. You are a member of God's people by faith. Your sins have been forgiven by faith. In our earthly lives, we can't always visibly see this special relationship that we have with God and the weight of life. At times can seem too much to bear. But we walk by faith, not by sight. We keep the eyes of faith fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him scorned the cross and its shame and took his place at the right hand of God the Father. You too can scorn the shame of this world and by faith take your place in the glory ever after. This too shall pass. May God grant you a rich measure of His Spirit. May He sustain you in your faith until you are finally with Him in heaven where you will then see him with your own eyes. And you will be visibly part of God's family. God bless us all to that end. For Jesus' sake, amen. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds until life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that in love for us, you sent your son, Jesus, to restore us to yourself. Through him, you have forgiven all of our sins and made us your dear and holy people. Father, we ask for a richer measure of your spirit. Strengthen us in our faith as we walk through this valley of the shadow of death. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on you and the glory that you have waiting for us in heaven. Help us to see that this sinful earthly life will pass away and we will live with you forever. Never again to cry, never again to suffer pain, never again to die. We pray, Lord, also that if it is your will, you would use your almighty power and deliver us from this pandemic. Help us, or we pray that you would take it away so that we can once again enjoy our human relationships and gather with all the believers to praise and worship you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.